It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Hi, what the heck just happened? What were we doing again? I don't recognize our surroundings. Am I still in one piece? Merd, what is this place? I was just about to enjoy a nice glass of wine. And I could sure use one about now. Maybe it'll help me with my cold. I don't believe this. You guys are just determined to get me killed. All right, shut up, everyone. Just calm down. I'm sure we'll figure out where we are and how we got here in a minute. Just as soon as I worked out what happened. Maybe it's another dastardly plot by Dr. Grease Monkey. Never. This is too elaborate for him, er, uh, um, her, er, uh, well, whatever he or she is. Oh, like you'd know? I resent that statement. I am not just a pretty face, you know, mon ami. Oh boy. Here we go again. All right, knock it off, you guys. Look, we're in trouble here. Maybe. And we have to figure out what's going on. Now, somehow, we were transported here. It's too bad Boffin isn't here to explain all this to us, but he doesn't seem to have been transported with us. Who needs him? He's not so clever. Well, he's all we got in these situations. I mean, are any of us engineers? He's got a point, chums. Oh yeah, he certainly has. He's the boss, dude! Sadly, I'd have to say I'm with Butch on this one. Well then, if you're so smart, mon capitaine, what exactly is going on here? And how did we get here? Um, I, I think we have a more pressing problem right now, Sphinx. Ha! <laughs> I knew it. You haven't a clue. And now you're simply trying to stall while you make up an answer. That's really not it, Sphinx. <laughs> sure, sure. Pulls the other one. He's really not messing around, Sphinx. I really think you should turn around. What are you sissies on about? <laughs> I want my mummy! Episode number 404, The Santa Conde Mystery, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. What the heck is that? I don't know, but it looks ferocious. I wouldn't want to meet that down a dark corridor. Oh, wait a minute. If I wore pants, I think I'd soil them about now. Big, isn't it? Look at all the pretty colors. Frisco, are you out of your mind? I don't think so, Pudge. It's pretty. Forgive me, Brisco, my boy. But you're nuts. Brisco, that thing is about to kill us, and you think it's pretty? <laughs> well, sure. It's just an old-fashioned nutcracker. It must be ten feet tall. And it looks mean. And scary. And it's still coming this way, chums. Ah, uh, it won't hurt us. It's friendly. I hate to disagree with you, Briscoe, but I think we better get out of here before it kills us, because I think it wants to kill us. Okay, everybody, when I say run, run. No, run! You don't have to tell me twice, Monk Capitan. 
was close. All right. Is everyone present accounted for? Well, I'm certainly here. At least I think I am. Of course, when one thinks about it, am I here at all? Or do I just imagine that I'm here? I mean, are any of us really real? You could be a figment of my imagination, Punch. I think I'd actually prefer it that way, to be honest. That's nice to know, Zimtron. Now shut up. Everyone else? Uh, roll call? Frisco? Right here with you, boss. Good. Tika? I'm here too, Captain. Swell. Popsicle? I don't know how I survived it, but I'm here. Right. Payload? Present and alert, Captain. Excellent. Sphinx? Uh, Sphinx? All right, this isn't funny. Sphinx? He's not here, Captain. I suppose he could be a figment of all our imaginations, and now reality has simply caught up with us. I said it once, I'll say it again. Shut up, Zimtron! Great. If Sphinx got himself killed, he'll never let me hear the end of it. But if he's dead... Trust me, he'll come back and haunt me. I know Sphinx all too well. Clearly, he's not here, so uh, what do we do, Captain? We could consider ourselves lucky and just keep moving. Popsicle. Like I was the only one thinking it? Poor Sphinx. I'll sure miss him. You will? Well, sure. But all he ever did was insult you, Briscoe. Come to think of it, all he ever did was insult any of us. Well, what did you expect? He was French. That's a fair point, I suppose. Maybe we should go back for him. You're absolutely right, Payload. It's an excellent suggestion. But here's what we're going to do instead. I like the way you think, Captain. I haven't told you my plan yet, Zimtron. I wasn't referring to the plan. But anything having to do with leaving Spinks behind is something I'm all for. You're a real credit to the Space Service, Zimtron. Right. Well, I suggest we keep moving away from this area. Who knows when that nutcracker thing will find us sitting here. We need to find out where we are and how to get back to where we were before all this started. Follow me. But... Follow you where, Captain? Um, just down this corridor. It has to lead somewhere, right? I suppose you have a point. Exactly. Now let's go. It's getting really dark in here. I don't think this was a very good plan after all, Captain. Have you got a better one, Zimtron? As a matter of fact, I do. And I just love to hear it. Really? That's very democratic of you, Captain. Well, I think you'll find that I'm about as democratic as they come. No, I don't think that's a very accurate statement. I've known you for a very long time now, and I, um... Oh, will you just shut up, Simtron? All right. I think we better take another roll call just to make sure we're all present and accounted for. I take it you don't want to hear my plan after all. You're quite correct, Zimtron. Typical. Okay, um, Briscoe? Right here with you, boss. Excellent. Kika? I'm still here, but wishing I were somewhere else, to be honest. Aren't we all? Popsicle? Popsicle, if, if this is one of your jokes, that payload? Oh, for crying out loud, we, we lost both Popsicle and Payload? 
Maybe we should go back and look for them, Captain. No, it's, it's far too risky. But they're your crew! You have a responsibility to them. That's perfectly true, Kika. But I have a responsibility to the rest of us as well. And I feel it would be unwise to risk our lives for two crew members who are sure to be lost to us forever. But you don't know that. For all you know, they're simply wandering around aimlessly back there in that corridor. And, with all due respect, it's three crew members now, sir, not just two. Kika has a point, boss. Maybe we should go back and look for them. Look, I'm the captain here, and I'm the one who has to decide what is best for my crew, i.e. you guys. So, just trust me when I tell you to stick with me and keep moving forward. But it's dark that way, Captain. Really dark. And really scary. Oh, uh, yes. That... Two. Oh, listen to yourselves. Am I stuck with a bunch of cowards? No cowards here, Captain. Speak for yourself, Brisco, my boy. I, for one, am a coward in the truest sense of the word, and proud of it. Well, I'm no coward, which is why I vote to head back the way we came and face whatever danger is behind us. What, what, what was that? I don't know, but it came from... Ahead of us! You know, on second thought, Kika, you may be right. I think I was a bit too hasty. We can't abandon our friends. I say we head back the way we came and try to find Popsicle and Payload. Oh, you really do take the cake, Captain Putch. Talk about a first-class coward. Hey, there's no need to be unkind. I'm just trying to keep us all alive here. You mean you're trying to keep yourself alive. Well, I'm not afraid of anything, and I intend to move forward and face this new threat head-on. No, Kika. Stay where you are. I'm sorry, Captain, but I cannot obey your orders anymore. I'm going. Kika, wait. I'm going with you. Briscoe, no. You stay put, and that's a direct order. Oh, yes, sir. Well, I guess this is goodbye, then. Good luck to all of you. Even to you, Captain Patch. Gee, well, uh, thanks. You stay right where you are, Briscoe. But, sir... I'm sorry, Briscoe, but she's gone. We have to accept that. Kika? Well, this is another fine mess you've gotten us into, Captain. Me? How am I to blame for this? I mean, there we were, minding our own business, and poof! Out of nowhere, we're magically transported to this strange, dark place. I had nothing to do with it. Then who did? Well, how should I know? Exactly. Huh? What do you ever know, Captain Pache? You go through life with rose-tinted blinders on and expect the rest of us to follow you without question or hesitation. And how many times have you nearly gotten us all killed, eh? Well, uh, hey, you can't blame me for all those things that happen. That's just this crazy life we've been forced to live since we signed out of the Titan One all those years ago. And through it all, there has been one constant. You, Captain Putch McNuttage. Well, I bet Briscoe doesn't see it that way. He's always been 100% loyal to me. Right, Briscoe? Briscoe? Oh, no. Not another one. See what I mean? One by one, you've gotten everyone killed. And... And now it's my turn. 
Oh, my electronic gods, it's... It's... My turn. Now, look what you've done. You've... You've gotten me killed now. Relax, Simtron. You're not dead yet. At least, not until I get my hands around your neck. I don't have a neck, and you know that all too well. Exactly. Which means, you're not gonna die. Simtron? Oh, come on, Zimtron! This is no time to mess around. Zimmy? Oh no, he was right. I got them all killed. And, and now, I'm next. Oh, what was that? Goodness, where am I? What the? Welcome to my own personal hell, Captain Pacino Nicholas McNuttich. I bet you never thought you'd see me again, eh? Oh, old squeak? How, how the hell? We thought you were dead. Left me for dead is more like it. Huh? Oh, did we forget? I was left trapped inside that old bot home on board the Titan One. You were? You know bloody well I was. Oh, it's fine for you. The company simply beamed you out of there and gave you a nice shiny new body. And here I was, just left in there to rot like some old rusty thing. Go on, tell me how fair that is. Well, you have a point there, Squeak. It's not fair at all. Well, it's no good trying to suck up now. But what do you want? What can I do? There is nothing you can do now. But what I want... <laughs> oh, what I want. Yes? Revenge! Revenge? Revenge! <laughs> but, but I didn't do anything to you, Squeak. Uh, you certainly never did anything for me, did you? Well, no. That's perfectly true. But I don't see what I really could have done. Look, I, I never meant... What? Any harm? Well, harm was done. Look, wait a minute. Are you telling me you were the one responsible for bringing us here, wherever here is? Oh, yes. And here is my own little domain. My own little slice of hell, you might say. You thought you were going to sit back and lazily enjoy Santa Conde. Exchange gifts, have a little sing-song. Is that it, eh? Well, you know, it would have been nice. Well, forget it. If I'm not having any fun on Santicon Day, then neither are the rest of you. Speaking of the others, what have you done with them? Oh, they're safe enough. But how long they remain that way really depends on you. But... but I don't understand. What do you expect me to do? Keep you company? Play a game of chess? What? None of the above, Captain Patch. I expect you to die. Oh no! Look, can't we talk about this? Can I at least try to make it up to you? I mean, come on, Squeak. We're old pals. We used to be crewmates. We've shared the... I don't know, what Naked Bot Beach Volleyball together. That's gotta be worth something. Not to me, matey. All I want is blood. Blood? Well, wait a minute. I I'm not a human being. I I'm a bot just like you. Which means none of this can be real. <laughs> 
I got it now. <laughs> this is all a dream. That, that's right. Boffin was showing me his new dream-inducer machine he invented and was thinking of giving to everyone for SantaCon Day. I'm saved. Oh, that's what you think, eh? Well, we'll soon see about that. Die, Captain Punch. Die! No, no, no! must have been one super duper dream, Captain. You should have seen the look on your face. More like a nightmare, Briscoe. Oh, I'm just glad it's over. And am I glad to see you again. Oh, it's always great to see you, boss. Wow, I hope Boffin gives me one of these dream machines for Santa kind day. I'll tell you what, Briscoe. You can have mine. Oh, boy. Zippity-doo. I can't wait to try it. I'll tell you what. You go right ahead and give it a whirl. As for me, I think I need a nice stiff drink. Oh, hey, there just happens to be one right here. Why, that's odd, but I'm not questioning it. Ah, that was nice. I'm happy you think so, Captain Butch, because I poisoned that drink with concentrated rust. Now you're truly going to die. <laughs> but... I thought I came out of this nightmare. What, what, what's real and what's a dream? You may never know again, Captain. <laughs> Happy Santicon Day. Forever! <laughs> no, no, no! have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 404, The Santicon Day Mystery, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, which starred, in order of appearance, Joe Thomas as Putch, Kyle Bors as Briscoe, Danny Cutler as Kika, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Jim Barber as Sphinx, Jeff Niles as Payload with a cold, and Daryl Looney as Popsicle. The Robots of the Company holiday theme tune was composed and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by No One, with additional music provided by No One also. The associate producer was Vince Staden. The sound designer, post-production editor, script editor, executive producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the expressed written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. We interrupt our regularly scheduled credits to bring you this update. We now come to you from DreamRealmSite.com. So join us there on the web from now on. That is all. Now back to your regularly scheduled credits. Take it away, me. All we want for Sendicon Day is for someone, anyone, to email us at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. Please be listening, Santicon. We were too busy enjoying the holiday season to even care during the making of this audiogram. No purple unicorns were harmed during the making of this... No, sorry. Poor thing's dead. Join us next time as the robots of the company go all fleshy in a cheekily nude episode entitled The Pinocchio Effect. This is the Creditor wishing you a happy holiday, and as always, asking you to stay tuned! This has
has been a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. If you produce audio dramas, it obviously isn't to become rich and famous. You love the medium, and you want to share your passion for theater of the mind. The Mutual Audio Drama Network is looking for you. Mutual presents audio dramas every day of the week, each with its own genre. Mystery, sci-fi, comedy, horror, all reaches of the imagination. It doesn't matter if you produced your shows years ago or are still cranking them out. Share them on the world's largest collection of modern audio drama and audio fiction. Give a listen at MutualAudioNetwork.com. And if you'd like to be a part of the excitement, with free access to all sorts of voices, sound effects, music, and more, just drop a line to mutualaudio at gmail.com. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Why not join us today?